Welcome to the Kingdom Educators Podcast, where we empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective so you can activate transformational impact in your classroom and community. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to wake up to your strategic placement as a kingdom educator, anointed by the creator and equipped by all of heaven to release the radical goodness of God that will transform lives and reshape education. Welcome to episode number 29. This episode is in part a follow-up to episode 27, where I shared about my educational origin story. I introduced the episode, though, as if I was going to share how Kingdom Educators began, but I never really got there, if you noticed. And my amazing husband here reminded me of this. So I just wanted to bring him on to the show. So would you please help me give a warm welcome to the amazing Jake Glover, who is currently working in higher education as his day job, but whose passion is story. Love the irony in the title of today's episode. He works a side job for Bethel Conservatory of the Arts and is a screenwriter by night. Fun life at the Glover household, right? Yes. We're definitely into planting seeds, aren't we, Jake? That's right. And, yes. And planning on reaping what we sow. Exactly. So welcome to my show. Yeah, this is so fun to be here. Thanks for the opportunity to get to be together. Yes. This is so fun because Jake usually listens to my shows and gives me feedback. So yes. thank you for suggesting that I do a follow-up today. Absolutely. No, I, <laughs> this is a... I think what you got going on here is really good, and I love the heart behind it and the chance to to get to be a part of it is is really fun. But I think I'll I, I can come back to that later. Okay. So uh, now I get to flip the tables on you Ooh. and ask you some questions. <laughs> uh, does any I hope I don't know. Does anyone feel it feels like a little awkward? We're like smiley at each other. It's a, but, I know, across the kitchen table, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, giving you a chance to share with folks why they are hearing you in a podcast mm-hmm. and the kind of some of the, the steps that led uh, to getting this because there's been um, just getting to watch from the outside a bunch of leaps of faith and, and uh, just kind of fake it till you make it for lack of a better term. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if I can do this. I'm just going to do it anyway. You know, done, uh, better done than perfect. So I just was, um, yeah, I'm excited for folks to get to hear some of that story. So I'll, I'll start with the first question. What was the inciting incident <laughs> that ultimately led to kingdom educators becoming what it is today? Man, there are so many steps that led me to where I'm at today. And I, I still feel like there's so many things that are new and growing, even where kingdom educators is right now. But, um, I would definitely say that the, the percolating stages would have been, uh, several years ago, I think in 2017, I, well, Jake and my story, that's a whole nother, a whole nother podcast, but, um, I, after becoming an instant mom three years in, um, of six, and then we had a baby with a week before our first anniversary, I think after, yeah, yeah, after, um, 
yeah, the time just squishes together, right? right? There's so many things that have happened. But I, three years in, I was like, man, this stay at home mom thing is just way different than what I expected. And I was searching for, you know, God, what's the next thing? I thought I was going to become a principal. Um, but he, you know, said there was going to be a big thing that happened and boy, was it big, you know, but I started seeking out, I took a, I took a purpose course, um, by Havila Cunnington. And I just started asking these big questions. Like, what am I made for is, is teaching something that's still going to be happened in my life? Am I going into administration? And then I felt that what the Lord said to go ahead and be faithful and renew my national board certification. But while I was doing the board certification, I had to speak in or not speak, teach in a friend's class. I had to borrow a class because I didn't have one to complete part of the project. And I realized I'm still really good at this. And I love kids and I love bringing impact to a community And I then was reminded that I needed to have another component of the project, which was to show my own impact and something that I pushed forward professionally. And I had begun a book, Speaking Words of Life in Your Classroom. Some of you might own a copy of it in your own own home, but I had not finished it at that point. And I had begun it like three or four years prior. Anyways, uh, Jake had invited me to be a part of a kingdom entrepreneurship group called the hundred X. And we were preparing to attend a conference that fall. And so here I was in the spring, I needed to finish this book. And while I was finishing the book, we had these projects we had to do to get ready for this conference. And anyways, it all tied together. And I ended up finishing the book being, being encouraged to go ahead and publish it on Kindle as a Kindle, um, on KDP, uh, Kindle direct publishing, just a Kindle copy. And that was kind of the beginning. And then I ended up, we went to this conference. I felt, and Jake felt that God was calling me into entrepreneurship, which was came out of nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) Remember that? Oh yeah. I want to go back there real quick. Yeah. Um, so what was, what was it in you? You were a teacher Mm -hmm. and you're seeing impact happened in your classroom. You shared some of that in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. What was it in you that said, I need to write this as a book? Because oh, you, yes. you had already started the book yes. before any of the other things. Yeah. The, the, the national boards, like it was already something in your... Yeah. I actually started it while we were dating that summer. And my colleagues had come to me asking me, what are you doing that's so different from what I'm doing to get you know, so-and-so to work for me because they won't do anything in my classroom. And why does it, what is it about your room that it's so peaceful? So people were feeling an atmosphere shift in my classroom. They were recognizing that I obviously had been doing something different. So anyways, I wrote speaking words of life in your classroom as a practical guide to help other teachers help their students to step into identity because identity I had found to be the anchor for helping kids find motivation because then they knew their purpose if I know who I am, what I'm created for, then I have purpose and I know why I need to work hard in education. So I get to that purpose, but I need education to get there. And so, um, speaking words of life was like a handheld answer to that question. And it was not Christianese. It was public school palatable to be able to hand to somebody. So, so the, you're thinking of your fellow teachers at the public school that you're in, Yeah, they're coming to you asking questions 
and you were thinking, if I just if I put this down in a book, I can help them. Was was the vision bigger than the just the the teachers in your own school at that time? No, it was not. It was just I know I need to write this down. I've been people have been asking me for years. I need to just follow through and be basically obedient to the Lord to mm-hmm. answer the cry that these people are coming to me with. Mm-hmm. But it was that fall when I said yes to doing entrepreneurship and I joined that inner circle of coaching, speaking, and leading that I recognized I started getting on this train of like, well, wait a second. I think this is bigger than speaking words of life. I think this is like what I was born to do. And I did a Facebook challenge that was specifically like, if you were to die today, what's one thing you have to accomplish? And it took me back to like, well, why was I on the train to become an administrator before you and I got married? What was, what was it about that? And it was about having a, a higher influence than I could as a teacher. If I could take a building or a district and I could influence the way they thought about themselves, which would then influence the way kids thought about themselves, then it could transform families. And then eventually it would transform communities and cities as a teacher, we can do that too. But there was something that I just felt there, there was a call. And so I actually, this is hilarious, but on this Facebook challenge about like, what's this thing you have to do? There was someone else that I ended up meeting in that, that had a similar call in her life, which led me into doing a Facebook challenge with her in 2020 before COVID hit, we co-wrote a book together and then it launched this whole season of possibility for me. I'm like, yeah. so one of the things I love is that you're coming from, and, and what I love about kingdom educators and, and how it's the DNA of it is giving resources and tools for people to discover who they are. Yeah. And you were, and that's one of the things about you. And I think this is true of most teachers is, is you have your own story of this is the thing that made me come alive. When yeah. I, when this thing clicked for me, sometimes it's, it could be math or social studies, or it could be music, or it could be this. I felt a shift in me as a human being when this thing came alive mm-hmm. and I want to share that with others. And you were feeling that in for your, your fellow classmates, your, I'm not your classmates, your fellow teachers in your building. Yeah. And I just love that that's a part of the DNA of kingdom educators is how do we empower and and then i'm hearing and knowing you that there's kind of like the loaves and fishes it's like well lord this is this is what i've got and and here's and so it started with the idea of a book you took a couple steps some ways that was on the shelf because life happens and then this next thing comes and it's like oh i've got this book and then it and it just kind of kept going. And then you met your friend and then that turned into, well, I could maybe turn this into a course. And so what, uh, I guess what I'm describing are several little leaps of faith yeah. kinds of things that you have done. I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a handful, um, but are there other kinds of leaps of faith besides the ones you've already described? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first one's huge. And I kind of already mentioned this, Jake, but you and I know like the investment that we made personally Mm. as a couple to as a sacrifice. And to me, that's a leap of faith. Like we invested in me being a part of that initial entrepreneurship training where I got learned how to be a business coach. That was one of the biggest things out of it. And I grew in my leadership and just like kind of knowing the wherewithal, the beginnings of entrepreneurship. 
And that was a leap of faith. It cost us time with our family. It cost significantly for us financially. Um, but we, I mean, I heard the Lord say, you would waste five years of your life if you don't do this. Yeah. And what's so funny is on the side, I'm also doing a study on the fear of God right now. And I do revere and have an awe of God so strong that when I hear his voice, I have to respond. And I'm so glad he spoke to you at the same time. Yeah. So you would say yes too, because yeah. I was trembling literally. Yeah. Cause that's a part of the story oh. that I don't know. A lot of people know that I, I thought we were at the conference, the entrepreneur, entrepreneur conference for me. Yes. And then partway through, I heard, I, I realized, oh, we're here for Jess. And then the offer came to dive in for this mastermind. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's for her, but that's between you and you. That's between you, God, and her. Yeah. I, it's not my job to jump in and tell her. And so we were on our way out the door. And I thought I just had heard the Lord wrong. And then you stopped in your tracks and said, the Lord just told me if I don't do this, I'm going to waste five years of my life. So I was like, yeah. Oh, whew, good. I did hear. Yeah. Right. And I'm ready. Let's do this. It so, was so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, huge leap of faith. Yeah. And I think the other one was, you know, uh, the friend that I mentioned, we ended up working together for seven months or so. And then, um, we just, we went two different directions. And at that point I didn't feel to put it down all the way. Um, serving teachers. And so it was a leap of faith for me to press into God's heart and say, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? What's my part to play? And I often say that on here, like, what's the thing that God's calling you to in this season? Cause he will give you what you need. Mm. And um, even in my latest uh, newsletter, I mentioned like, you're called to be a glory carrier. How's God calling you to step into that place of carrying his glory? Cause it looks different for all of us, but it's really about partnership with him. And that, that season, I felt like the Lord said, I want you to give regularly every week and there's no offer with this. And so I had created a free group on Facebook called the gathering place that wasn't overly active. It's still not, but he instructed me to give a message every Monday. And I will tell you the faithfulness of that leap of faith of speaking when no one's watching you mm. really grew. And you know, you encouraged me in this too. Like it grew my voice and my confidence. I had to prepare a message for every Monday. I tried to keep it 20 to 30 minutes, which in a way it comes getting ready for podcasting sort of, right. but encouraging posts. And then through that, it was interesting because about nine months in or 10 months in, that's when I got an invitation to speak with a group here that's local in Kansas called Culture Shield. And I didn't know the leader real well, but the Lord really challenged me to um, trust her. And I got an opportunity to speak, which opened up a whole bunch of doors. But that leap of faith of trusting God and speaking when no one's listening, I feel like helped me like a secret place to mm -hmm. grow and hone some of my skills that I'm still growing in. But it helped to build the confidence to get to that point of speaking in front of two, 300 people about something that God had put on my heart, which is to serve teachers and help them recognize who they are. But even more importantly, helping them to grab a hold of heaven's hope filled perspective um, for this season and how to walk in kingdom identity that we have everything we need um, in Jesus as we're seated in heavenly places. Yeah. And it's those seasons where we don't often realize it in the moment. Like, God, why am I doing this? Yeah. Why, why am I doing this right now? Is there more 
I'm hearing echoes of, you know, imagining David's story as a shepherd and he's out there by himself. It, you know, Samuel comes and he knows he's there to an anointed king and he's talking to Jesse, the dad. He said, bring me all your boys. Mm-hmm. And everybody, like David is like, oh yeah, there is another kid. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about the kid who's out in the field. So like David is completely out there, just him and the sheep, but he's got his lions that he's defeated. He's got his bears that he's got defeated. And, and ultimately that fear of God mm-hmm. that helps him stand up when a Goliath, you know, shows up on the, yeah. on the, on the stage. So, and I, and so kind of pressing on through the story, you you're, you kind of have these echoes of, well, I just did what I heard and I was prepared when the opportunity came. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's a good, yeah. So then another season of that came along more recently that would have seemed probably counterintuitive or like, really, God, are you sure that's what I'm supposed to do? It came in December of, of, uh, this last December. Yeah. Yeah. So earlier in 2022, I really had this idea of creating a book on hope, but I tried to start writing it over summer break, but all of our kids home, (laughs) I just felt like the Holy Spirit was like, I don't think this is the best time. And then it was interesting because around, I think it was right before Thanksgiving, I just heard the Lord say, you need to take off all of December. And I've been subbing in the public schools. I'm, I'm on my second year right now. And I just heard him did not take any sub jobs. So I marked myself all the way off and I just felt like I was supposed to write and I didn't know what it was going to look like. I'd been highlighting things in my journals about hope. I'd been highlighting my Bible. I had sticky notes everywhere. And when I sat down, it's like the Holy Spirit met me every single day. And I think I had like three weeks before the kids were off for Christmas, our own kids and it just all came together. And it was so encouraging because not only was God meeting me just in general, that he was coming to meet me to help me write this book, but we were at the end of a very pressing season as a family, as a couple, it's probably one of the hardest seasons of my life that I've been through so far and trusting God to multiply my own breakthroughs in this season, knowing I wasn't quite even done yet but that he would give those breakthroughs to other people for yeah. educators, for, for you who might be seemingly facing unsurmountable cha- challenges, that he is the God of hope and that his hope filled goggles would, and would help transform us in our own identity as kingdom educators. But that would, our call would then transform the trajectory of the lives that we impact every day simply by our own recognition of who we are, our pivotal placement in the world of education to display and speak the goodness of God. And so I wrote five weeks. And what was so neat was while I wrote this book, I got this like revelation that it could turn into a course. Hmm. And I don't know if you were going to go there, Jake, but I ended up getting to launch that course. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, hope, Hope filled goggles. It was called Kingdom Educators Grab Your Hope, Grab Your Hope Goggles. And so I launched that course at the end of January and I had 11 teachers and it was amazing. And I don't know that there wasn't one teacher that would say they weren't significantly impacted because all their feedback was unanimously 
overwhelmingly encouraging. And I was just from that place, I'm like, okay, I need to go forward with making this a real thing. Like my calling, I I am, I'm clear. Mm. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And in some of the testimonies that you've shared with me of those teachers, the way that, that the message that God has put on your heart has spoken to them. And then it's then in turn, uh, had spoken to the the kids in their classrooms and the families, the parents of those yes. kids. And, and God's just, he's so good because he's a God of multiplication. It's not only addition, but it's always multiplication. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the, the goal of the podcast is that this would be something that's kind of a, a short nugget, you know, yes. kind of thing of time. Um, but I had one more question for you around. So, what I know we've kind of danced around it, but to summarize the hope, the primary hope for you, uh, when it comes to kingdom educators, so in other words, why, why is this worth investing your life into? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's fun is this summer, I was actually asking God this very question. Um, and we spent some time in a course I was doing called your kingdom classroom. And this is what I wrote down. I am anointed to lead Christian teachers into their true identity, help them courageously step into partnership with God in their classrooms so their students come into contact with the King through their words and actions. I believe that students who have encountered the King through teachers who teach in connection with God will be those who help students step into their divine purpose and will live out their call of Joshua 1.6. And what that says is it's the part where God says to Joshua like two, three times, be strong and courageous and the Lord your God, I will be with you always. But he says, so that you will bring these people into their promised land. And that really speaks to me about these people are our students. They're our colleagues and their promised land is walking into the identity and purpose that God has ordained from them before the foundations of the earth. That if they walk in that, whether they come to know him or not, that's actually beside the point is that they walk in the full destiny that God has for them. And yes, we pray that they would come to salvation, but that they would know who God made them to be. And out of our lips, we get to speak um, truth and life. We get to call it the gold in them as God sees them. That all hinges on, do we know who we are? What we're commissioned to do? Are we teaching in connection with the God of heaven and are we seeing what he sees and hearing what he hears? And then are we speaking it out so that they encountered the goodness of our God? Yeah. And that, and I love getting to see the ways that you're living out the declarations that it's not a, it's not something from the outside that you're trying to, you know, speak into a megaphone. It's more about the things that are inside of you that are just coming out and, and and you're just being obedient to, well, if it, oh, okay, I need to be ready to present this and speak it. Oh, I got invited to do it this way. I'll do it that way. Oh, okay. Now I'm being invited to present it over here. Oh, it's a good thing. I had that outline already ready. Uh, and so it's the Proverbs 31 aspect of it, Mm -hmm. you know, pulling out of the storehouse treasures, new and old, and, and just being faithful with the, the moments as they come. And I love that that's, it's woven into kingdom educators as a resource for those who would find this podcast or the books or, or get to connect with you in, in the courses and the things that you do. But then it's also an example because mm-hmm. I feel like you're 
you're showing a path um, for teachers in general. And if there's a, an industry where professionals are also encouraged or also out of necessity have to do more than one thing to make ends meet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're also demonstrating, hey, this is that you can do this. Yeah. And I and I know that's another part of who you are is empowering not only what's happening in a classroom, but empowering these um, teachers as individuals to be fully alive mm -hmm. in every all the gifts, all the talents, everything. Because as those teachers step in alignment, just the same things that you're declaring for their students. Yeah. And they see that this happen inside the teachers as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's about it's about alignment. Like when it's like, a, like a chiropractor, you know, like when the body is in alignment that all of these other, uh, symptoms can fall away. Yeah. Um, or there was another analogy that I was thinking of a second ago that, that I know I see in the way you do this, but I'm, I've lost it. If I think of it, I'll come back to it. But mostly I'm just, yeah. I just love seeing the, the community come together mm -hmm. and, and people waking up and coming yes. alive yeah. to who they've been made to be. Yeah. So that is. Thank you so much for your words of affirmation. That yeah. just makes my heart happy. Yeah, Thank you so much. Yes. I'm, I, I'm, a huge, I'm a huge fan of Jessica <laughs> Glover. It's, it's such an honor to get to be uh, in your corner and cheering you on and watching the, the people that are, are the light bulbs coming on and them yes. getting a space where they get to come alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I love that. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll turn it back over to you and, yeah. and let you land this plane. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Our, our heart with saying yes to Jesus has really been, do we, are we, are all things that we're doing bringing impact for the kingdom? Are we following Jesus and are we getting to see impact? Cause that's worth all the sowing is getting to reap the reward of the impact and my prayer for you is that you would recognize that your story matters. The ways that you say yes to Father God, the why that brought you into education that I shared a couple episodes ago. Are you keeping that first and foremost? The why? Why did he call you? What are you called to? What are the things that you dreamt of seeing? It's not too late to grab a hold of those again, but maybe it's time to upgrade in setting yourself in, okay, these are, this is why I came in, but now I recognize my classroom is my platform for displaying and showing off the goodness of God. How do I do that? And I just want to invite you that Father God is inviting you into partnership with him. He's inviting you to teach connected with friend, Holy Spirit. You attune your ear to his voice and he wants to speak in and through you. And you can have impact even as you're being transformed in your own identity. You can still call out the golden kids while you're recognizing the gold God's calling out in you. It's, there's no like, you have to do this, then you do the next thing. I just think that it's, you're on a journey. You're on an adventure. And we often talk about that with our LLC Inspirations Productions, that it's like, where do we receive our, who is our inspirer? It's yeah. God. And if we're not connected to him, then nothing happens, right? John 15, I abide in the vine. If I'm not connected to him, I bear no good fruit. <laughs> We need him and we need him now, especially in these times in education so that we can hear the heartbeat of heaven. We can operate out of the resources that are limitless and we can remain filled up by the one who, who lacks nothing. So 
Thank you for joining us today, Jake. Thank you for coming on and helping me to tell my story through your wonderful, encouraging questions. It's one of my favorite stories. (laughs) Glad to. Thank you. And as we sign off, Jake, would you just uh, pray for our teachers as they are looking to hear God's voice and how to connect with him at a deeper level this year? Yeah. Father God, I thank you for all of the individuals who will hear this, who have, have taken that leap of faith and said yes, even to the extent that they didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Yeah. Um, they, they're here because of their heart. There's a cry in their heart um, to, to give back, to empower, to um, father and mother in the sense of calling out the potential and training people up, training young people up in the way they should go. And so I, I would just say uh, an honor, we honor and we bless everyone who hears this, who uh, all the teachers and the, and the leaders of teachers uh, for that, that yes and the sacrifice, that service that, that comes with that yes. And I just declare over you, each of you, that you are enough that you're never intended to figure this out by yourself, but to partner and to co-labor um, with God in this, because it, it truly is the heartbeat of who God is. Um, Jesus was called teacher uh, everywhere he went. And there is a divine gifting of the Holy Spirit to collaborate with him in this. And so we just declare of you, teacher, that you're in good hands and you are good soil. And, um, and we're just... Yeah, we're just so grateful for your yes to him in this process. And I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. If you're not already receiving my newsletter, I encourage you to go to kingdomeducators.com. You'll learn about some upcoming events. I have a number of them. New prayer breakfasts happening in the state of Kansas. There's an online conference with Teach for the Heart coming up in mid-October. You can find out the details for that and the links to register. So until next time, thank you so much for joining us and we bless you in Jesus name. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please visit kingdomeducators.com to receive your Kingdom Educator Daily Truth Declarations, my encouraging newsletter, and be the first to know about my newest resources online and in-person events. And be sure to find me on the socials at kingdom.educators. Until next time, don't forget you are a history maker and what you do every day is transforming lives.